I get a lot of phone calls from siblings. And a lot of times they're reaching out to me, usually older siblings, to complain. And I'm listening to their complaints, and we have to work on We have to deal with this. We have over 2,500 siblings part of TP. And Baruch Hashem, for the most part, we could really say that when you do TP, they should steig. You follow what Rav Steinman said. You follow what we tell kids. They understand. They don't want to be. They don't want to go off the derech. They don't want to be like like their brother and sister in pain, and they really steig. The house instead of being full of anger and pain calms down, and they say, "Wow, this TP thing is great." I once messed up, and my my mother usually yells at me, and she said, "It's okay. I love you anyway." Wow, this TP stuff is great. My father used to be so nervous with me and whatever, and all of a sudden he was like, "Okay, I'll wait for you." This TP stuff is great. You know, since you started TP, the whole house changed. But what happens is, some people don't change. They just change that I can't swing and hit this kid. But they're still hitting the other kids. With physical, of course not, but with emotional or spiritual pressure, lachats. And they're so resentful. And this kid was telling me last week, because i got to go off the derech for my parents to be nice to me? i got to go off the derech for my parents to like me and to shower me with love? Why can't they like who I am? Another kid was telling me, I'm, a, I'm almost like a punching bag, because they, they take everything out on me. It's like, from you at least we expect, from you at least, you know, we have so much with her, from you at least we expect. What are we doing over here? They become resentful, not because TP makes them resentful, we're, we're, we parents are making them, you know, it's like you're getting ice cream for the kid who's sick, but don't, don't yell at the other kids, no, you can't get ice cream ever, you've got to work with them. They have to see that you became calm, they have to see that you became happy, you have to see that you have a muna in Hashem, you have a muna in your child, you have a muna and faith in the treatment method that you're using, whatever the treatment method is. But so much sugar, this kid tells me, eh, and my parents the whole time complaining about TP, and they're looking for other ways. They're showing their kids, we don't believe in this, so why should they believe in this? They look down at the parents, like my parents are so stupid, they spend so much time and money and energy finding you, right? And they don't even believe what you say. Not, it's not about me. It's not that I look bad. You look bad. You look stupid to them. Another kid told me, my parents, they love instant. Everything has to be instant. So I see that things are better, but it's not quick enough for them. So they're calling this person, they're calling this person, they're looking for other advice. He goes, I don't understand. Why can't they be calm? They did their research. They picked you. Why don't they stay by you? Now, I'm not looking for more company. I don't mind if you change. But if you're always questioning the person guiding you, you don't instill into the children any calm. You have to show them, listen, we have a terrible situation. We searched the whole world over because we are responsible adults and we found the hospital, the, you know, the crisis center, the person to guide us. And now we're calm. We follow what our guide says. We have our Das Torah on board. And now we pray. We daven that we should be from those that are matzliach. That gives the kids calm. But when we say, ah, oh, I can't believe he wants us to do this. How can we do this? I don't want to go. Let him go. And mommy's schlepping Tati, and Tati's schlepping mommy, and everybody's like anti, and this and that. The kids, they look down at the parents. They're like, you guys aren't taking this seriously. You're not really listening to the, to, to, to the audio. You're not really doing the program. And they know, and they don't appreciate it. The kids will tell you, and you should ask them, how do you think I'm doing in this TP? Ask your other kids. They'll tell you, not very good. 50%, 80%, they have to see that we're dealing with the crisis as adults. Then they calm down. And also, very important, they still are normal. 
You don't have to buy them televisions and crazy stuff and bad things that we have to do to save. They're not pikuach nefesh. But there are things that normal kids like. Whether it's homemade lunch, picking them up during recess, whether it's just extra space, right, that they need that's normal. Give it to them. Be there for them. Otherwise, it's a trauma. She's Machal Shabbos, and she gets a car, and a jet, and a helicopter, and everything she wants, and I'm going to Shiva, but it's a struggle for me, and I just get, well, why aren't you up on time? Why didn't you do your homework? I criticize and criticize and criticize. That becomes a problem. So you have to do real chinuch on your other children. I don't care which chinuch book you follow. It could be any of the chinuch books from, from any, go to the Jewish bookstore, there's a hundred books on chinuch, pick any of them. I like my personal favorite, Nesiv Shalom on chinuch. Very, very good. I also like um, Rabbi Yaakov um, Bender on Chinuch. He's a master mechanic of the Dar. Read, just follow any Chinuch. There's no lachats, there's no anger, there's no yelling, there's no criticizing. That's not regular Chinuch. But you can't afford to make mistakes in regular Chinuch when you have a kip who everything is yes. You also have to be careful. Don't complain about your kip to your other kids. Don't even roll your eyes. Because they look at it, they say, you don't really love her. Means you don't, the whole thing turns to fake. You don't really love her. She's really annoying you. It, the whole thing gets ruined. She walks out and you go, oh, crazy kid. The other kids become insecure. And it does the opposite of baking in calm. Again, we have, over two, we have about 2,500 more siblings. We can do this. We can do this. Our homes are calmer than non-TP homes. Because with Shomrim and Atzala coming over and mommy and daddy fighting and screaming and arguing, then forget about the kip. All the other kids are growing up in a house of trauma. And we have so many stories. We have so much testimony on this. We have so much testimony. Everybody's worried. Oh, if you're going to let, what about the other kids? As if, if you don't do TP, the other kids are fine. No, if you don't do TP, in our stage four kids, extreme things are going to happen. So the kids are going to come downstairs, not sneeze, and if you have a rule, you're going to have to fight and yell and scream. And guess what? The other kids remember this when they were five, seven, nine, ten, whatever ages. They remember Tati running out, uh, screaming, going crazy. And we don't always do it exactly so good, even according to the other way. We don't. We, we lose ourselves in that world. We don't look so good. They have a lot of memories of, of, of Tati and his boxers running around screaming at people, and mommy's shrieking and... It, even if you try to be good in that way, it's, it's dangerous. Our homes are calm. Our homes are calm. And then you talk to your kids. You pick them up from school. Take them out. Cut them slack when regular chinuch. I'm not asking you to do different regular chinuch, but please do regular chinuch on your kids. Regular chinuch. Read, read about it. It's, it's not yelling, screaming, lach. It's none of that. And anything you can do that regular chinuch allows you to, you're allowed to take your kid Monday night bowling. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do fun things with you. The most that you can do, regular chinuch plus any fun things and gifts and stuff that's regular chinuch is going to allow. Maybe you shouldn't spoil them, overly spoil them. Fine. So anything that's not spoiling, tuna fish sandwiches, are not going to spoil anybody. Showing them that I got the nash that you like. Showing them that I care. Putting in the loving messages in the notes. All the stuff that you can do that regular chinuch would tolerate and not just how it will look up to, you have to do to show them I care about you. You can show a five-year-old girl that I care about you. She sees her sister's getting a 65-inch television. She doesn't want it. She doesn't need it. With a cookie with sprinkles, you can win her over. And the same for every age. 
Very important. If there's a war over something with your child, and you're going to lose the war, let's say there's a battle over a cell phone, and out of 30 kids in the class, 10 kids already have the cell phone, and the kid's saying, I want a cell phone, I want, and you know you're going to lose the war in six months from now, do it gracefully, do it now. You're going to lose the war anyway, so it can't be something tumma and so bad. Do it now. Wrap it up with balloons, like a bomb, like they see for your sister. Everybody here gets what they want. The normal kids only want normal things. Wrap it up and give it for them with a smile. When the regular kids mess up, do not get angry. It's the worst thing. They say, how could you be angry at me? She, he's, he's smoking a cigarette on Shabbos. And she's walking around outside with a skirt that's, that she bought in the belt department. And you're angry at me? There's nothing a from regular kid can do that should get you angry. What can I do? I'm in school. I, I didn't daven. I put my finger off the... No anger. It's anyway not regular chinuch. But don't get upset. Deal with it. Deal with it according to what it says in the Sivei Chinuch. Deal with it in a regular, dignified manner. If they spill... For example, if they spill something, say, it's okay. We all make mistakes. Look at your house. Look at the, the lachats, the pressure evaporate when you just say the words, it's okay, we all make mistakes. They, they stop being on edge. It's just, it's okay. Try it on, on your spouse. Try it on each other. You can try this. Your spouse might do something wrong in the next week, probably, and you say, it's okay, we all make mistakes. It's okay, we're all trying. It's such a great lesson and it makes everybody... And impress your other kids. Let your other kids, the marrieds, the singles, all ages, see that you take TP seriously. Or, or whatever, whoever you're going to. You take it seriously. You do the program seriously. You're happy. You're happy. Thank God we found somebody. Remember what it was like before you found me? Or whoever. Right? It's very hard. We have somebody. We have a mahalach. Bring your children to G'daylam. Bring them to the Kruler Rebbe. Bring them to, to any, any Rav, Rosh Hashiva, Gadol that understands what we're doing. Go to your Rav who, who sent you here and just get Chizok. Be Mechazik them. Get Brachas. Show them that, yes, this is what Hashem wants us to do. Read to them what Rav Steinman wrote, exactly how to do. Show it to your kids. Show things in the manual. You have 1,100 pages. Every time there's a page that you could share that you feel is appropriate, write on the page or in the front what pages are. Share. Share the Divrei Torah at your Shabbos table about Ahavas Yisrael and about how G'daylum said to go and love children who are off the derech from Reb Geshen, Edelstein, Shlita, from, from everywhere, the Chazan Ish, from the Baal Shem, from... I have a thousand stories and sources in there. Read it to your kids at the Shabbos table, not when your kip is there, please. Okay? Bake Ahavas Yisrael. Bake TP into your children to be concerned about other people. What's TP? Ahavas Yisrael. Not judging people. Don't judge other people in front of your kids because they're going to see you didn't really change. So yeah, you don't judge off the derech. Now you're judging on the derech. You're judging the rav. You're judging your neighbor. You're judging your sister-in-law. You're judging your mother-in-law. Just say, you know what, Gamzul Lataiva. Start baking in good midos into our children. It's so important for them to have good midos. It's so important for them, for their lives, for their future. And say, I'm down the kafschus. So what, what's the worst that will happen? You'll be down the kafschus by accident. You'll be wrong sometimes that you should have been down the kafchayv and accidentally you were down the kafschus. That's much, the gehenim for that is much less hot than the ones who are down the kafchayv when you should be down the kafschus. 
I once told a guy who told me, you shouldn't love everybody, support everybody, there are some Risham in the world. I said, I know, but the Gehenim for calling a Russia a Tzaddik is a lot less hot than the Gehenim for calling a Tzaddik a Russia. I'd rather say everyone, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm naive, maybe there's a Russia somewhere. It happens to be so far, I never found them. I never found that Baltaiva, I never found that Russia. Show that to your children, learn with them. When you're in the car with them, some of the stuff is interesting. My kids grew up with it. They liked a lot of the recordings. The sibling training is there for them. The shmaka videos or different Torah or stories, share it with them. If you have WhatsApp groups, share it with them. Share it with your siblings so they support you. Right? It's very, very important. But we really got to take care of the siblings. We need them to feel good about Tati and Mommy, to have a great relationship. I ask these kids who call me, how's your relationship with your parents? Not good. I'm like, Really? Why do you have to wait for them to go off the derech to start building a great relationship with your kids? you got to love each kid. you got to love every single kid, whether they're like you by nature or whether they're like your spouse by nature. Whether they remind you of yourself as a kid or your mother-in-law or your father-in-law as a kid. doesn't matter. Bottom line is you got to love these kids. they got to feel your love. Everybody has kids. I heard this from Yaki Horowitz 20 years ago. He spoke at a, at a Pesach program. The place was packed. He spoke about parenting. He said, you ever notice that like half the kids, half of your kids you just like naturally, and the other half you don't like? It's because they remind you of your spouse. You know, there's like half the kids are like you. It's easier to like, and the other half it's hard. It doesn't matter if they're like you, they're not like you. It's natural. They're easy. They're not easy. Each kid has to feel, I'm a ben yachid by my parents. Each kid has to feel, my parents are crazy about me. That's what parenting is all about. And you've got to give it to them, especially in a time when there's a kip there. Now things are a whole different ballgame because it becomes a trauma if they feel unloved and unliked when, really, compared to my brother, you have a problem with me. And we've got to use the tools in the book. I gave you great tools. I told you about how to, how to break down walls. I told you how to pull out the knives. You've got to make peace with your kids. Sometimes it's... Like that. With a normal kid who has pain, who feels that you didn't understand them, or that you judged them, or that you were nervous around them, or some parents poke fun at their kids, and the kids are hurt from it because they're very sensitive and they don't like the jokes. And, and we didn't meet, you gotta, today, tonight, it's over. A gift, the card, you use the tools I gave you, it's over. No fighting, no bad energy with any child of yours. And here's why it'll work. Every kid is dying for your love. I'm not asking parents, whether it's with TP, with a KIP, or with your regular kids, I'm not asking you to create love. It's there. You would die for these kids. So why don't you live for them? Like a KIP told me, I don't care how much my parents are going to cry at my funeral. I don't care how much they love me. I need them. I need them to accept me for who I am. Our kids need that also. It's not enough that we would die, cry, and die for them, and if something happened to them, they're alive. You're alive. You gotta hug them. You gotta make peace with them. You gotta make them feel that I am proud to be your mommy. I am proud to be your tati. You gotta bench all of your kids Friday night. It's a minug, and it's derhaybenazachim that happened that parents are, but besides for that, you gotta bench your kids Friday night because they need it. They need hugs and compliments and kisses. They need it. It wasn't my minug either. Don't do it because it's a minug. Do it because they need it. Nebuch, the kid's walking around, keeps on getting sick, and he needs vitamin C, and you have vitamin C in your pocket. Today, kids need vitamin hug. They need vitamin love. Every kid, every kid, and your married kids as well. They mamish need it. We have so many parents that started doing it. They never used to do it. They started doing it. They're so such a nice. The kids love it. 
there was one parent that was here, and after they did this, that week I had a meeting with the married guy in Kailu, and he told me he was so shy, he started turning red, he said, I was home for Shabbos, and my, my tati started hugging all the kids. It was great. I'm like, you? You're the married one with kids. He loved it. He loved it. He said, he, he and this, he used to kiss me. He hugged, a hug and a kiss for every single kid. You whisper something in their ear. I love you. I'm proud of you. Proud to be your mother. Proud to be your father. We're living in a, a generation of emotional pain. It's an emotional holocaust. But it's not just the ones off the derech and the ones who want to die. And it's not just the ones on drugs. People have low self-esteem. People, almost everybody, needs and wants love. Avram Avinu hugged Yitzchak. He loved him. He showed him he loved him. It's not a dirty thing to do. Hug and, and love your kids. Every Friday night, I do in my family, youngest to oldest, and then after they get from me, they go to their mommy, they get a hug and a kiss. It's beautiful. You need, I can't imagine, it's free. Have I said it's free? I can't imagine if there's such a powerful weapon to save our children from all kinds of diseases, why you wouldn't do it. Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein says, in our dar, every parent needs to know that we're all searching for ways to immunize our children, that they shouldn't leave the Kaisley Beis HaMedrash. He says there's so many Nesiyanists today that never existed in the world, in the whole history. What is the number one thing that can give your kids strength the Frum kids, the Erlich kids, that can give them strength to not be hurt and damaged and to be able to hold themselves strong from all the Nesiyanists that are pulling them away. You know what he says? Kabalim shel ahava. Cables of love. Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein, son-in-law of Rabbi Yashiv, mainstream, authentic Yiddishkeit. This is not Shlomo Kabach. He's not love, 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 love. He's telling you something, that you need to immunize your children. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what nesiyanis they're going to go through. All the children, you got to be there for them. Kabalim, cables of love. Kabalim shel ahava. Right? It's not just for off the derech. It's not just when there's a crisis. It gives them vitamins so they can live in this world, and they're going to get hit. Our kids get hit. Which kid doesn't get hit today with Nesiyanis? Kids going going through the yeshiva system, going through the Masifta, Bachrim going through what the Nesiyanis that we had 30, 40 years ago that we all went through can't compare it to what they have now. Most of them will end up getting a device and watching terrible, terrible things. What are you doing about it? There's nothing you can do besides Kabalim Shel Ahava. That means that two Bachrim Two girls could have the same Nisayan and they could have the same strength. They could be exactly in the same place. But one of them has a Tati and a Mami, Kabalim Shalahava. That one has a better chance to be Oymid bin Nisayan against the Nidrika low. Right? Isn't that amazing? That's what Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein says. There's a Gemara that talks about Rav Papa and Abaya, that they were fighting with each other, arguing in, 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 uh, about a Sugya. And everything that Abaya said, I think it was Rav Papa, I'm 90% sure. The other Tana, he won him back. He threw a punch, he blocked it, he hit him back. Every Svara, every this. At the end, Abayi says, it seems to me like you have parents. Kimadumani, it seems to me that you have parents that are taking care of all of your needs and that they're giving you the showering. So Rashi explains, it seems to me like you have parents that are caring for you. And therefore, I think that's the Lushen, your, your, your Taira is very sharp. Tu Amairoim, you know, you know what the level they were on? These were not kindergarten kids. Oh, you, you have better tuna fish sandwich and a lunchbox from your mommy. She put in a lollipop. 
You're talking about Amiram on the highest level, and even on that level, look it up, it's amazing Gemara. Abaye says, Abaye was a Yasam. He said, I don't have parents who care for me. So that's why you're sharper than me. So even an Amira gains from love from his parents. And our kids are not going to gain in Mesifta, in Besmedrish, when they're going around, you're going to Eretz Yisrael, you know what Nisyanis these kids go through? Hashem Yirachim, we never went through it. You want to give your kids something to keep them strong? Regular kids? Love. Kabalim Shel Ahava. Don't fight with your kids. Don't lose the Kabalim Shel Ahava over Narishkaitin. Kids make mistakes, they break rules in normal ways, you deal with it in the normal chinuch way, and you, you, you can keep the Kabbalim Shalava. If you do things that are against regular chinuch, you break the Kabbalim Shalava, and then you cause them so much of a loss. I told a parent, I said, you know, regular parenting, a lot of parents who don't do it correctly, you cause more damage to your kids for the rest of their life than if you would have done no parenting. Do you realize that? You have people who are 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old who are broken because of the chinuch that the parents did. Broken. Self-esteem shattered. Because the mother's screaming to do chinuch. I said, wouldn't it have been better if since they're born they would have given mouth closed, feed them, and let them do what they should be animals. It would be better than the brokenness that they got. If you work for me, and you make for me a million dollars, and then you make me lose two million dollars, I'll tell you, stay home. So, so many parents, they're mechanach, they do great stuff for their kids. They teach them how to be a man, all the stuff. But they break their personality, they break their self-esteem. They break them. And it's like the damage done to children in the name of chinuch could be much worse than whatever you gained. For those parents, just be better, just don't, don't do chinuch on the kid. It's going to be a para adam, but he'll find his way to Hashem. And you know who said that? Reb Shach. Reb Shach. Everybody knows of Reb Shach. I grew up with fire and brimstone. He told parents that there was Rabbi Shua ben Gamla. He created the chinuch system. And since then, he's in charge, the chinuch system, the yeshiva is in charge of teaching your kids. You only have one job left. Love them. Laharif aleya mahava. Shower them with love. He says, they're gonna, if they're normal and they have love from the parents, they'll want to be good. They'll learn in yeshiva all, how to act like a mensch. Along the way, you pick up everything. You'll, eventually, he'll learn how to pick up his clothing off the floor also. Right? You see, most of the husbands didn't learn. Why should the kids have to learn? didn't work anyway, right? He says, normal people can learn how to be normal. But the chinuch, leave for the yeshiva. But the parents have to give one thing. Kabalim shel ahava, laharaf aleim ahava, and especially when you have a kip. Because now they're looking at it, and they're happy. If I get my ice cream cone, when I'm eight years old, and a little slack, and you're not yelling at me, I don't mind if he's getting ski trips, and... and uh, 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 Aruba and Jamaica and Puerto Rico and the whole tour. And a huge... T- I don't mind if he gets a car. I'm, I'm nine years old. I'm 11 years old. I don't need a car. But give me what I need. That's the, that's the thing. If to give them what they need, that, that... And you can... Any machanach you could ask. Is this okay if I do this? Is it all right if I take him out of school for a day or half a day or at night? I'm not talking about breaking chinuch. I'm talking about being super nice, super calm, super careful. No anger. No criticism. Compliments. Boost the self-esteem. Tell them, I'm so proud of you. Nothing wrong with that. And we need to do that to save the other kids. Otherwise, all of a sudden, they turn on us. They're resentful. One more thing I want to close with. Don't always be focused and talk about your kip. Sometimes when you're with them, just enjoy them. Some, some of them complain to me, we're overwhelmed because it's always, always, 24-7, I'm in a crisis, but now you're busy with her. I'm having a hard day, again, about her. Finally, she's not here, and every, all we're doing is worrying about her. 
don't flood your kids with worry. Worry is for parents, the adults. We're the big people. We have to have worry at night until you take a pill and fall asleep. And not for kids. Kids, don't, don't bury them in worry. Avada was scared. Avada, don't drown them. When you have time to spend with them, talk about them and their friends. And don't always talk about the kip. Hopefully with all of that, you'll find that not only you don't have to worry about the siblings, you're going to get strength from them. I have a lot of kids that give their parents strength. They say, you're doing so good. You guys changed so much since you went to Avi. And they compliment the parents and they become part of the team. And they're mavater. They're mavater. If you're mavater to them, you teach them how to be mavater. And they'll be mavater to their kip. By the way, it's not easy having a brother, a sister off the derech. Not easy having one or two, sometimes three or four, off the derech. It's embarrassing. They're also going through a crisis. They also deserve some slack. They may be depressed one day, and if instead of pushing, gotta get you may, you have to be normal chinuch. A kid is depressed, a kid is down. You don't tell them you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to. Be mitmoded with the problem. Be mismoded. Deal with it in a mature, calm, happy way. Show them that I believe in you and I trust in you, and work with it. And the Eibush is a halfin that will have a lot of nachas from all the skips. That will have will have. More than nachas. They'll, they'll give us chizuk, the parents. They'll give us parents chizuk and mitzvashem. All the kids' hearts are going to come back to us. And the kips are going to come back and give us the most nachas. Because of all your tefillas and all your dedication to them. It happens all the time. All the time. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.